Welcome to the second N2O Talking Trends podcast. Throughout the year, I'll be discussing burning issues in retail with my colleagues. Today, our focus is on health and beauty, an area we do a lot of work in. In this podcast, we'll be looking at the year ahead and what it will bring for health and beauty brands. In our last podcast, we discussed the cost of living crisis, and I'm sure we'll touch on that again in this category. I'm Stephen Workman, Strategy Director at N2O. I'll be chatting to Julia Collis, N2O's resident beauty expert, on the challenges and current shopper trends and how brands can have a positive 2023. So Julia, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at N2O. Hi Stephen, thanks for inviting me on this podcast. Health and beauty is indeed one of my favourite topics and I'm privileged to have worked in this industry for over 25 years now. I head up client services at N2O, ensuring that our campaign teams deliver the most inspiring and uplifting events in retail and out of home around the UK. Thanks, Julia. In our previous podcast, we focused on the impact of the current economic climate. We know in previous recessions, the lipstick effect has been evident. That's when consumers treat themselves to affordable luxuries, which was discovered by a boom in lipstick sales during a previous economic downturn. We've seen this again this past year. People want a treat even in tough financial times, cutting back on certain areas, but indulging on a small item, helping lift your mood which is much needed right now. Do you think the lipstick effect will continue to grow in 2023? Yes, I do. But we're seeing now an extra lipstick effect. Let me explain what I mean. Customers are looking at a brand's purpose and values, one that reflects the customer's own values. That's what we're mainly going to be talking about today, how a brand's values dictate what health and beauty products customers are purchasing right now. Almost half of women buy new premium beauty care products to treat themselves, rising to 60% of young women aged 16 to 34. Forecasts say this trend is set to continue into 2023 and beyond as customers seek ways to mitigate stress and enhance their own mental well-being too. I do that for sure. This is where purpose-driven marketing comes into play in a massive part in 2023. So what has caused this switch from feel-good to purpose-driven? Good question. But to be clear, people still want their feel-good purchases, but they want that counterbalanced with doing good. Their purchase is not only benefiting themselves, but sends a message to other people about their values. And we're going to talk about some of those trends today and the types of experiences we can offer to align with this counterbalanced thinking. Yes, we sure are. I'm going to be talking about the top value-driven messages in health and beauty and how our clients can communicate these in-store to grab attention and encourage purchase. That sounds exciting. So how do you encourage customers to buy luxury items in the health and beauty category during these challenging financial times? Okay, the first trend I want to talk about is embracing the imperfections. Customers are aiming to break away from the conventional but limiting beauty standards to embrace normal. This has encouraged a don't care makeup movement. We've seen lots of messages around such as honest and messy, looking dirty, goblin mode, which is about rejecting social norms or or expectations, and simply ugly beauty. 
This is a kind of twisted compliment suggesting that you might not be conventionally beautiful, but have a combination of features that make you beautiful in the eyes of a beholder. These are just some of the examples, some more extreme than others. But to bring this to life, brands must have the mindset that having and showing imperfections is now the norm. Best example of this that literally changed the industry is Fenty Beauty's runways with unrepresented women, which created the Fenty Effect movement. This became the challenge to the beauty industry to not accept cultural norms and to be more inclusive. Brands need to embrace taking away Photoshop from any point of sale and help consumers to enjoy the beauty of the reality that they are in, imperfections and all. I can't leave this particular topic without mentioning my personal favourite Embrace the Imperfections trend, pro-ageing rather than the ubiquitous anti-ageing. Whilst anti-ageing is an approach to try to stop or at least slow down the ageing process, pro-ageing is about accepting ageing and making the most of now. We're all, all ageing every single day, so let's celebrate the privilege of ageing. After all, it's a privilege denied to many. So a brand has to be brave enough to be totally exposed to attract these consumers? It's not necessarily about not offering the consumers the dream, as the beauty industry has always done. It's adapting that dream to align with the customer values too. The normal is embraced if you can get your customers to celebrate their own authenticity and make a statement about your products, then you're on to a winner. The next emerging trend is dopamine vibes, and it's all about unbridled creative self-expression. Since this trend exploded on social media last summer, it's continued to rule the runways, and now even Pantone has embraced those happy hits of colour with its new loud and proud Viva Magenta Colour of the Year. With a Barbie movie coming out this summer, there'll be a surge of Barbie hair with makeup to match. You might even see me sporting that look. Embracing the dopamine is about enjoying unexpected colour pops in makeup to celebrate yourself. This could be a different colour eyeshadow to the normal one, or going full out with a rainbow mix of colours with no conventional outcomes. Well, I'll be watching out for that look on you, Julia. <laughs> so to bring this to life, is it just about making sure your activation is colourful and vibrant? Partly, but it's about finding the colours that make your customers feel good and allowing them to indulge in those colours in a way to express who they are and encourage their own creativity. Add to that a little bit of Y2K extremism, which is trending on socials this year, and you can have your own experiential version of a Barbie world for consumers to play with and grow their brand affinity. So I guess at the moment, consumers are looking for those much-needed feel-good dopamine boosts. Yes, there's definitely a conscious effort to boost their mood against a backdrop of economical and political turmoil. Consumers are now treating their bodies like an ecosystem and seeking solutions that complement their overall personal health and evolving wellness needs. Google search trends show that we are aspiring to overall good health. We're taking a more holistic approach that includes looking after mental well-being as much as physical. Lush launched an app to encourage its customers to take time for themselves. The Lush Bath 
app is designed to track and maximize the benefits of bathing, assisted by immersive audiovisual experiences. They collaborated with a range of well-being experts and practitioners to create a series of exclusive, transformative, meditative experiences. And I love it. Yeah, it was a really nice extension for the brand. So brands that focus on body and mind will do well this year, it seems. I know we've seen shoppers investing in products that help them to remain calm and avoid stress. That plays into the shopper demand for efficacy. With rising costs, we've seen an uptick in demand for products that do it all. People prefer products that can give them multiple benefits with exceptional results. Absolutely. Achieving different goals with one product makes it a very worthwhile investment. Which brings me to the next message, which is multifunctional self-care. Consumers want convenience and value in terms of product functionality and the application possibilities. The growing trend of skinification demonstrates this with skincare habits or trends integrated into the self-care experience. For example, tinted moisturizers with anti-acne UV protection or shampoo that also protect your scalp give you great value and great experience. So for those possibly unfamiliar with the term, can you expand a bit more on skinification? Yes, of course. For cosmetic products, skinification is the presence of skincare-inspired ingredients across beauty and personal care categories, which then expands to include options like scalp treatments or a focus on hair health from root to tip for hair care products. And that inside-out approach to improving appearance resonates widely, particularly among the younger generation. Stats show that 42% of under-35s would like their diet to improve their skin, rising to 55% of females under 25. So that leads me to my next question. We've seen a rising demand for proof of product efficacy. Shoppers are asking, will this product deliver the claimed benefit? Have you seen this reflected in buying behaviour? Yes, it definitely has. And it's our final trend under the hood. This is backed by recent research showing 84% of buyers in the UK expect premium beauty brands to provide proof that products do what they claim. This has been driven by the emergence of science-backed claims and increasing shopper knowledge of products and ingredients. Consumers understand and research their purchases now. TikTok or a quick Google search can tell people exactly what they need to know. Shoppers are researching at home before purchasing in store and sometimes even whilst being in store. With beauty consumers more informed than ever, brands who prioritise science-backed formulas and work with medical experts and dermatologists to differentiate their products will see their popularity rise. And beyond the efficacy trend, we've also seen shoppers look at what ingredients products don't contain in the free-from trend. Yes, products predominantly used to focus on what ingredients they contained, but now we've seen a shift to lists that exclude those ingredients that are less eco-friendly. It's all about clean beauty. Brands that are championing this, like Florence Mills, are reaping the benefits in sales particularly with Gen Alpha and Gen Zs. Being a Hollywood superstar obviously helps, but the products are bang on for that audience. Consumers want discernible and visible results from their beauty products. 
They're looking for greater efficacy and innovation, especially when this means that professional-grade products and services can be made accessible to everyday consumers. But instead of using Google, most Gen Zs will use social media platforms like TikTok as their search engine to check out the product claims. So to bring this into store and attract footfall, do we need to be showing TikTok content that proves the product claims and brand values? No, we just need to understand that this is likely to be the first part of the shopper journey for Gen Zs in particular. We can then help brands validate it by bringing their core purposes into an immersive experience that the potential customers can get involved in and therefore show it on TikTok. So there is a chance for brands to make a massive statement with experiential marketing? Brands who aren't scared to put it all out there and challenge conventions will always attract the consumer who looks under the hood first. And with Gen Z saying values like sustainability and fighting for what they believe in more important than brand names, this is a great opportunity for beauty brands. Beyond these key messages, are there any other macro or micro trends our listeners should be aware of? There are rising shopper behaviours that are becoming more important to consider in our experiential activations this year, for sure. And can you name a few of those quickly? Yes, for sure. Product personalisation is a big one. Due to purpose-driven purchasing and value, consumers want to know if the product is right for them. To be clear, not for someone like them, but actually for them. So alongside our in-store ambassadors, we're looking into digital quizzes and selection tools so that we can enhance personalised shopping on site. Another one which is probably not surprising is clean visuals. Brands want to demonstrate purpose easily and effectively looking at the best ways to get their sustainability messages across in a limited space such as sampling areas in store. These are absolutely critical. And just to add in here, we talked in more detail about simple messaging in our first podcast. So listeners can check that out if they want to find out more. Any others, Julia? Yep. We're also looking at home brand immersion. Due to the cost of living crisis, consumers are trading down, but they still want the same experiences and we want to be able to inspire them. So we have our own smart mass sampling service to save the brand's money, yet still be able to sample their customers at the same time in their own homes. Great. So to sum up, what are the key actions for our listeners to sell beauty products in 2023 using these experiential trends? Okay. So firstly, don't be afraid of showing the imperfections and make it an experience based on the reality of your customers. However, Also, don't forget about allowing your customers the ability to play and make a statement with your products. Secondly, consider your consumers' intrinsic health motivations to purchase your product and turn this into a relatable experience. Also, if you're trying to prove a multifunctional benefit, obtain direct feedback from people who've tried your product and get the social proof you need to gain their trust and others' trust. Thirdly, and most importantly, create an experience that shows your brand puts purpose before profit. It sounds like there are some very exciting ways to bring brands to life in experiential activations for 2023. Yes, there'll be a lot of brands this year embracing the trends we discussed 
and our creative team at N2O love coming up with new ways of engaging shoppers in the brand's USPs. Thank you so much, Julia. We need to wrap up very soon. So if possible, can you sum up in one sentence what our listeners need to do to create a successful experiential campaign for beauty brands in 2023? Yes, of course. It's simply, don't forget the lipstick effect, but immerse the consumer in your purpose. Thanks so much again, Julia. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, comment or get in touch. Thanks for listening.